Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. This edition is sponsored by our guidebook, which is available from our website, outbackway.org.au. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Today it gives me great pleasure to introduce Gary Proctor, who is the coordinator of the Warburton Arts Project, the curator of the Warburton Collection and the Tuluru Regional Gallery. Welcome, Gary, and thank you for joining us today. Hello, Helen. How are you? Nice to talk to you again. Very well. Very good. Yes, very good to touch base. Lots going on out in Warburton in the, in the art space. Uh, many people stop off and have a look at the, the shops uh, at the regional centre and, uh, and the gallery. And I just wanted to touch base and give people and travellers along the road an insight into, firstly, the, the Warburton Arts Project, and, and then we'll go on to the collection and, and the plans for the gallery and all the way, all the ways that people can enjoy the extensive artwork coming out of the Western Deserts and, uh, and the Warburton area. Uh, so firstly, Gary, tell us the history of the Warburton Arts Project. What, how long has it been going and how did you get to become involved in it? Well, gee, that's a long one. Um, I, uh, look, it, it kind of started for me in, 1986-87, when I was I was kind of working um, in the art department at Kalgoorlie College, and in my spare time, I just went into the Boulder Regional Prison and took a painting outreach kind of in there, and, and I started meeting all of these Yanatara uh, people that were, were kind of in there, and got on really well with them, and then I met a couple of old missionaries from Warburton Mission uh, in the 50s and 60s, and... Um, really liked them and, and we went out in um, 87 and for some reason Warburton and the desert it just kind of rang like a great bell you know and um, I, I ended up coming back to do postgraduate research uh, in Warburton in, in 89 and um, uh, you know and I spent a year out there and then three months uh, uh, three months of that year in the middle of the year was out at a place called Tuntumba, um about 60 kilometres from um, from Warburton Ranges right out um, in the bush. And during that time, you know, I really, really, I was, there was a time, you know, because I have an art practice, I was finding out things like, you know, there's no word for art in, in the Ngarnatara language, no word for any of the colours, and um, and therefore it's a completely different universe and cosmology. And, um, and, and this was also Black Deaths in Custody time, the, the Royal Commission Black, into Black Deaths in Custody. And so there was this, all of this examination going on there about, you know, how do we make the, the lives of Indigenous people and, you know, as part of Australia's cultural heritage, how do we make that stronger and build reconciliation? And, and this kind of fused into a great sort of sort of equation in my mind. And then um, I was asked to do a, a, a painting outreach, a, a kind of a tape program, and quite early in the piece, a work by a gentleman who's passed away now, and I'll just name him with his skin name, um, Japajari, and he, he and, and that painting in the collection is WAC003 brackets M, should anyone, um, you know, wish to see it. Uh, but he painted his father's birth country, which, uh, which was a place called Karakuratinta, which is near Kiru, Kiwekura, and where these two incredible, 
incredibly dangerous water serpents live that um, devour everything, men, women, children, dogs, wooden dishes, all of it. You know, it's a really dangerous place and they still live in the rock hole there. And surrounding all of this is the kind of the connected circle and dot of, of Dingari uh, creation dreaming. And I'm looking at this painting that he's done and I'm thinking, why are we selling this? You know, and I, I then had the idea to actually put together a, a collection. I talked about this with senior community people and remembering that the first instruction, you know, when I asked, you know, well, what do we do? And they're saying to me, well, we want to keep our culture and pass it on to our kids. So, you know, we're looking for ways of, of, of kind of actually doing that, not having just having powerful thoughts about it. Yeah. Ran the idea past the um, community development advisor, a gentleman called um, Damien McLean, who's still out here. He was he's been incredibly supportive now for nearly three decades. So this this began that one painting kind of began an idea mm. which is still has enormous vitality and strength three decades later. Um, and it is it's really strongly embedded in the community. We now have over 900 paintings um, which are kind of stored and all of the information is stored and everything is done according to Aboriginal protocols, men's side, women's side, and different degrees of access. And now we have this incredible, uh, this incredible unique because there is, Helen, there is nothing like it anywhere else in Australia. It is the largest well, collection of, indig- yeah, that's right. and then that's of Indigenous what art so held by an Indigenous yeah. community in the world. I mean, this is a kind of very, it's a very big claim, but it's actually, you know, we've, uh, we've researched this. So we have this huge cultural asset that we are now able to share and exhibit, not only in the Tullyra Regional Gallery, though we always have exhibitions there, but also take away to other museums. Gary, so what have some of the, the loans of recent times been for the collection to go out and for, for the world to actually see some of this amazing artwork? Where, where has it been? Well, um, we just had 23 items that went to, or have just come back from the um, song lines tracking the Seven Sisters exhibition with the National Museum of Australia. Yeah, um, yep. And they've approached us for a further loan now for their touring for that exhibition when it goes on tour. Um, and we, in principle, agreed to that. Um, you know, we've also just um, concluded a very big show in um, Fremantle um, Arts Centre, uh, yep. which was a, yep. a reprise of a, a 95 exhibition called Bush Women. Um, and all of the original works um, that we had in that. 95 exhibition we were able uh, from the collection we were able to provide them what's another one oh the burnt museum that that had 11 works um uh, paintings and art glass large architectural art glass sheets that we make here uh, you know, a couple of years ago oh, about four years ago um I, I spent two and a half years touring china two and a half years 17 major museums the biggest museums um, all around China and ASEAN Expo, and we made history with that. It was a 20-foot container of art. And the idea there was that um, tourism uh, was a real growth industry for Australia, for Chinese people. And so everything was translated, and we were trying to build that um, those kind of tourism connections with China. Yeah. It was very successful. And, and then 
uh, we had a change of government with the avid hockey, uh, all of that, and everything <laughs> everything changed for us. But that's another story. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the uh, that's that's pretty extraordinary, though, that um, from artworks from the middle of absolutely nowhere <laughs> can um, you know end up in China, and and they're actually on show nationwide uh, at various galleries at any given time. Um, so you mentioned the glass. The sheets of glass and the glass blowing. You were you doing some other work with that um, craft work? Were you actually doing some sand work, or what was the? Um, I think when I was out there last year, you were working on something with someone from um, Norway, was she? Or anyway, just some art technique. What was the art technique that you? Oh were yeah, to? yeah. That, um, yes, we were working with a, a German artist um, yeah, for a while with, uh, with glass painting. Yeah, there was uh, there was some uh, we had some really good results with that, and it, uh, but it was it's part of a really larger body of art glass work that we do, which is architectural sheets, very large, beautiful, and you again unique uh, in Australia. Um, privacy screens and things like that for for corporate buildings that, and, and also like that. very deeply embossed decorative screens that you know quite amazing, and with yeah. the, and also domestic then of course domestic kind of platters and bowls and dishes and things. Yeah. And we've been doing that they're, since they're 1993 incredible. because, you know, mm. at that time, you know, we were collecting paintings and selling, all, and we've sold thousands of paintings as well, Helen, not, we, we don't just collect them. But I was also looking around for other ways that, you know, people could um, build an economic base and make a living. And uh, no one else was doing glass. And it's it's been a wonderful and most incredibly successful thing. Have, have you ever um, tried using the red sand for the glass work? Um, we don't have a kiln. I've, I've used oh. that as a as a sand bed, and it puts the faintest pink, warm pink um, patina on yeah. the bottom of the glass. Um, but I've, um, batching sand, batching glass, which is like um, you know when you melt silica sand down and um, turn it into kind of glass sheets. That's another, that's uh, a very, very high temperature operation. Our kiln goes, uh, go, works up to about 800 C. Um, those kilns have to, oh, I think they're around 2,500 C, you know. Oh, wow, right. Yeah. I oh, know, that's really interesting. I was just thinking about it, going, put all that red sand, I'm going, oh, maybe there's a use for it. Um, the, um, and so can we go on now to the um, Tullaroo uh, Regional Gallery? And uh, and how I know I understand that there's some plans afoot to expand that and uh, and, and the campaign you're you're launching into. You know we we we've got a very beautiful building that's um, there are two buildings one is the other shire offices and the other one is a, a ga- the the gallery building itself it's a lovely building but from built in 2000 the collection has grown and um, that we have new and expanded needs for that space. And it's very important for us to build um, extensions, and we are putting together, um, you know, with the Shire of Ngānātāraku and you know other friends and partners like the museum, who have also helped us um, put together, you know, planning um, documents, preliminary planning documents for this, to to um, to, to get around somewhere between 2.7 and 3 million to actually really build an incredible exhibition location on the Great Central Road. Uh, because... Awesome. Yep. 
at Warburton, right from the outset, you know, we've, you know, I've always seen uh, Warburton's position either that we're part of a linear community on the Great Central Road and the Outback Way. Um, that, and so when we're building, you know, building visitor numbers, and um, you know, that is that is good for all of our communities uh, along the way. I know how incredible this uh, collection is, and how powerfully it builds um, reconciliation and understanding uh, between people, between Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people. And so to create this new um, facility to do that um, is a very, very important part um, in terms of reconciliation. But also, really importantly, the idea of, of, of bringing people to Warburton and seeing the seeing that and then staying another six hours uh, in the place so that we can build cultural tourism uh, because there's so much of this incredible rock art sites um, at Kalkukadara and Medica um, and then there are all of these places, increase centres for wildbush current. and So people can actually uh, go out and have a look at the rock art, is that possible? Well, yes, we, you know, we, we're doing that but we want to be able to actually build that into formal business mm structures mm. for Indigenous uh, businesses um, out yeah. here. I'm, I'm working with one family at the moment, um, mm. developing and working with uh, their younger people to train them. Um, right. to, and so you do a tag along. Um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, and we t take four-wheel drives, you know, four or five four-wheel drives um, out yep. uh, and, uh, and show them this place. And it is remarkable. There's not just, not just an amazing um, rock shelter, long rock shelter with rock art in it, but then there are all of these pads where, in, in the rock where people have been grinding seed for you know mm. thousands of years, and there are all of these marks of signs of human occupation, and uh, to see all this will you know is a, a wonderful way of um, you know bridging the gap of understanding and tolerance and respect uh, between people, mm. uh, making friends basically. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, yeah, and I'm just I'm just from the perspective of, of understanding, I think that's uh, that's key. Yeah, that's good. Well, oh, that's fantastic. So yeah, so those plans sound extraordinary for the centre, and uh, and it will be great just to have a lot more of the collection out uh, on on display and for people to be able to enjoy it. So is there an online yeah. catalogue at all where people can actually view all the artwork? Um, yeah, look, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. Tullyura Regional Gallery on, is on Facebook there. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, warburtonarts.com. But, you know, can, can I just mention one more thing? You know, in, in the late 2016, Helen, and this is amazing, you know, after a flutter of emails and a few phone calls, suddenly the Deputy Vice-Chancellor of the University of Sydney, his Director of Operations and a Senior Project Manager, are sitting in my lounge room out here in Warburton, and four or five weeks later, we're signing off on the Warburton Arts and Knowledge Project. And this is basically getting um, the open part of our collection database into an academic portal, an online academic portal. And it was a, we had a massive first-year budget. And, and I'm like, you know, who are you guys? Uh, for all these mm. years, a bit of struggle. Suddenly, you know, people have suddenly got friends with money. And what that has done has allowed us to kind of completely rebuild and reestablish all of the ways that we uh, manage the collection, that we are able to provide information, yep. importantly, for visitors who come here. Yep. We give away 
really beautiful laminated eight-page fold-out catalogs to all of our visitors. It's part of the service um, that we provide here. People don't have to pay for that. And now all of those uh, those catalogs, and I'll, I'll post you one, um, oh, a couple, yeah. and these actually have photographs of all of the paintings which are all annotated, so they mm-hmm. tell you the stories as well. Yes, um, yes. And those, those sorts of directions are now possible because of that that new partnership with the with the University of Sydney. So we're yeah, we're really happy. I just wanted to give you know tip my hat tip my hat to them because yeah, they've sure. been so good to us. I know that's wonderful, um, and it is great because uh, just getting it out and uh, yeah, being able to make it more accessible for everyone, I think, is uh, really important. So fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us today. Is there anything else you wanted to to mention at all? No, I've got to get back to data entry. <laughs> oh, good um, on you. Excellent. No worries. When are we Fantastic. seeing you out here again? Oh, look, I'm not sure. We're going to get Alice for the AGM in September, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll have to see how we go from there. I'm not sure when we're coming out, but it will be over. Actually, I think it might be actually all Warburton's turn to have it next year. So we might well, be... That, um, we will make you very, time. very welcome, and, and uh, yep. as always, there's always a place to check your swag out with us. Thank you very much. No, I really appreciate it. It's always good to be out there. So thanks so much, Gary. Really appreciate your time. Um, so that winds up today's episode. Thank you for joining us, everyone, who are travelling and listening to our podcast. Please leave your reviews and let us know how you're finding the podcast uh, on our Facebook and uh, through the review process. I would also like to mention that the water shop at the at Warburton has got some beautiful artefacts and some paintings available. They have an online store through the Nanajaraku Shire website. Um, the details will be going up onto our website shortly, and also I'll share them on the um, on the launch of the podcast as well when it when it goes up. So look forward to uh, hearing from you about the podcast and uh, all the very best and remember to travel safely and enjoy your journey through the heart of Australia on the Outback Way. Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website, outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut, and on Twitter at Outback Way 1. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.